0: This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the Gospel according to the Bible and how we can put this into practice in daily life.
1: Welcome to this episode of Living the Gospel. It's Eunice here and
0: Kathy. Hi everyone. So today we're gonna to talk about We're gonna talk about happiness, which is can be a bit of a controversial topic to talk about as Christians, right? Mm -hmm. And to be honest, going into recording this, I've been a little bit apprehensive because I do not want to get it wrong. And I always pray before we start a podcast, but I feel like I've been praying a little extra for this one that we can get it right. Mm. So first of all, I think we should just make it clear that when we're talking about happiness, we're not talking about a sort of self serving and egocentric happiness to make sure that I always feel good and have the things I want and you know, Satan kind of tries to make us think that if we get what we want and when we want it and how we want it, then we'll be happy that if things go my way, then that's happiness, right?
1: Right. And and the truth is that I think everyone has different things that make them Right. Happy different different ideas about so, what... Some people with family, some yeah. people with food. Like yeah. like me. Yeah. You know and we're back to this again. <laughs> <laughs> and different things, you know. So you can't really de- define happiness in that way because then right. it's going to be going right. up and down, and no one can really tell you how to be happy because, in that, in that, if you say it in that egocentric happiness way, it's very personal. Right. Happiness is a personal thing for each person, then. Yeah. Mm. But Axel Smith writes this in one of his articles about the fruit of spirit joy, and he says, We shall not pursue joy as a treasure in and of itself. Joy is the mind's pleasure over that which has been obtained. Therefore, we shall not pursue joy. On the contrary, we are to pursue the things that are pleasing to
0: God. And this will give us joy. Right. So we're not saying, you know, go out and search for happiness and try and find... Happiness, like the the happiness as itself, right? But it's written in one place, to rejoice always. And how can we do that? It's that joy we get, as he wrote here, that... If we pursue the things that are pleasing to God, then we get joy. Mm -hmm. And then we can rejoice always. But if you think of happiness as a feeling, then this, what we just talked about, about joy, doesn't really make sense, right? Mm -hmm. But it's written actually in Psalm 146, verse 5. It says, happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. So happy is he who has God. And I just thought about it, I was thinking about this this morning, and I thought, can you imagine not having this, not having this knowledge that I have God for my help and not having that knowledge that the Lord is my hope, like going through hard times without knowing that the greatest power in the universe has me in the mm. palm of his hand? Like, mm.
1: Because one thing is that God, he doesn't change and he's always there. Right. In a way, that is that solid anchor that, no matter what happens in my life i know that he's there for me right and i and i think in that way then you can you can tag a few other words to happiness it's um in a way safety you yes. know in a, in a way um peace assurance assurance and comfort yeah and all these i think when people are saying that everyone in the world is looking for happiness i think they're actually looking for all these things yeah this this assurance security in life yeah. peace that and and they're looking for all these things but then you take the word happiness to it cuz you know that this leads to happiness yeah. right yeah. so it comes down to solid trust that god loves me and he's looking after me yeah. and and it doesn't come naturally you have to believe you yeah. have to believe
0: that that's what it is right. like, when things happen and obviously you're not going to feel happy when you're going through painful and traumatic things right like and things do happen to us we we're in this world and things happen like we experience grief and loss and sorrow, and things happen, right? And you're not going to feel this feeling of happiness, and no one is suggesting that you should. Yeah, we're allowed to grieve, and we're allowed to feel sorry, I mean, sad and… sorrowful. sorrowful, yeah. yeah. And it actually says about Jesus himself that he was a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief, right? But underneath all of that, we have this solid foundation that God is with us and God is looking after us, right? So, we're not living our life on the basis of our feelings, but on the basis of that faith that we have, mm-hmm. that God mm-hmm. is with us.
1: Because if you think about it by nature, our feelings, they're very dependent on outward elements. Right. If if someone praises you, you can feel happy all day, going <laughs> through that moment in your head. And yeah, yeah. If, if, if it's the opposite and... You know, you have this feeling that this this person just does not really like you, and then and then that goes around yeah, your head all day. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I think we all
0: know that how that feels, right? And then right? if
1: you take if you take your your happiness based on these outward things, then it's going to go up
0: and down, up yeah, and yeah. down. Yeah. But if I'm holding unshakably fast to God's word, and that's my foundation, and I'm obedient to do what's written there, mm. no matter how I feel. Then I'm never going to come out of the rest that I get from that, right? For example, if I hold on to that word,
1: um, if I hold on to living before God's face, mm-hmm. then then right away I I'm not as worried about what other, all these other right. what people are thinking about me. Right. right. I I have that close connection right. with Him. Right. And and the feelings might go up and down. I mean, I still notice what people think of me, yeah, or whatever yeah. you know. But yeah. it my my
0: peace inside is not based on that, right? Right, and there's a battle that it takes to get there. Yeah, right? of course, it doesn't come just like that. But mm-hmm. that's what we fight for. That's what we work for. So happiness shouldn't be confused with pleasure,
1: like an enjoyment or satisfaction derived right. from following ourselves. Right, our right. Selfish and that desires. goes back kind
0: of to what we said in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually, I think, for me, the best explanation we can get here is what's written about Jesus in Hebrews 1 verse 9, it says, You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Hmm. So that oil of gladness… That was God's good pleasure over his life. Right. Because right. he loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Right. And that and that love of righteousness and hate for lawlessness divides between my feelings and my spirit, right? Like that, my feelings that want to go one way and my spirit that wants to follow God and live according mm. the to choice His word, I right? Make. The choice I make, exactly. And then God's good pleasure has to
1: come over you, like we talked about before about the loss, loss right. God's loss of life. Right? He has to
0: bless yeah. someone who is seeking to do His yeah, will. Yeah, exactly. That's and, not a question. Will it happen or won't it? Yeah.
1: So God's good pleasure over your life um, leads to rest in peace because you know you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know you're doing. You're doing what leads you're doing to, his will yeah and, and it's a real security when, for example, me, people might have some opinions and different things, but then you know, okay, I'm doing God's will mm-hmm. and that, that is that is what I can hold on to, mm-hmm. and then that leads back to it not just being
0: happiness, but peace, security, yeah. assurance yeah um, and that when we get victory over sin that brings us genuine gladness in our hearts right mm-hmm.
1: there's there's this one very interesting article on that website written by ovin Jonsson it's it's titled what is the opposite of joy and then he writes about how the opposite of joy actually isn't sorrow it's sin yeah the opposite of joy is sin because because sin brings unhappiness sin yeah you can you can think about that that it's it's unrest it's 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 all these different things. So to conquer and get victory or sin, like you said, brings this joy. Yeah. And if if, and if you think about all the things that would bring a human out of rest, for example, being in a situation where you just are so irritated yeah. inside, yeah. That, that doesn't bring rest. No. It, it, you feel
0: all these things in your flesh. Yeah, We have this article on our website called Are Christians Always Supposed to be Happy? And there's a few examples at the end of this article about what it means to be genuinely glad. Being able to love in a situation that in former times caused offense, bitterness, or wrath brings genuine gladness into the heart. Being able to be at peace in a situation that in the past would have caused anxiety, fear,
1: and turmoil brings genuine gladness into the heart. Of course,
0: like the difference between this feeling of like you know how terrible that feels—anxiety and so like that fear and stuff in your inside. It, just, it feels terrible, mm. but to be able to overcome that, to get victory over that, and feel peace—how is that not going to make you joyful? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being able to serve and give when we used to be full of laziness
1: and selfishness brings genuine yeah. gladness into the heart, yeah. and that goes back. That goes back to
0: to you know, being free from your selfish yeah. desires. Yeah, and it's interesting because by nature, with a human understanding, we think to ourselves, getting my own way, my selfish desires, that's gonna bring me happiness, right? But that it's doesn't delusion. It is a delusion. <laughs> but when I'm able to serve and give
1: without expecting anything yeah. in return and really actually genuinely wanting to do
0: it. Yeah. You know? That gives genuine gladness, right? Mm. That that's that's exactly what it's saying about Jesus there. That that example that we have to follow to love righteousness and hate lawlessness and then we're going to find that oil of gladness that comes from that. So being in all
1: these different situations where before I would have felt my flesh come up. Yeah. When I conquer it more and more, I don't I don't feel that irritation that annoyance that that worrying anymore. Yeah. That is actually true peace, like uh,
0: rest from sin. Yeah. That is true peace.
1: I would say for me if you ask me what happiness means, mm-hmm. I would say that is I would say it's a Real deep inner peace, yeah. no matter what happens in yeah. life. No matter what I go through, no matter what anyone says, whether I'm rich or poor, <laughs> yeah. where I live in the world, yeah. anything can happen but yeah. peace. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that can include grief and mm-hmm. hard times, you know, that, and they do happen to us in life. Mm-hmm. But underneath all of that, we have this peace and confidence in God that can't be shaken, right?
1: Yeah, and and there are times when when you know if it's not grief or sorrow, it's just times we're feeling our body is tired, yeah. or when yeah. things are going a little crazy, and, and you know, it's what we call stressful. Right? <laughs> then <laughs> you know about stress, yes? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? <laughs> but then then in that and then in that time, we we have to actually choose. To believe that no matter what happens, for example, I'm not going to doubt God, blame God, right. or complain, right. or lose my patience. Right.
0: And the, and then that conscious choice brings me back to that peace. Right. Because in all these things that happen, we're being shaken, right? Mm-hmm. And these things that come up from us, from our nature then, in these times when we're stressed and we're tired and different different things come up, right? And we're being shaken. And those things That's our opportunity to get rid of those things, right? There's actually a verse in Hebrews that I've thought about many times when going through things that have been difficult, and it says, But now he is promising, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken remain. Hmm. So in these things I go through— God is allowing that so that I can be shaken and these these things that that should should be gone from my life need to be shaken off need to be shaken off exactly and I use those opportunities then so that that happens mm. and I don't I don't become stressed or anxious in those times and I don't allow these things that come up to to move me but those things that are shaken I I overcome them and then what cannot be shaken remains and what cannot be shaken is this rest and peace and joy that I get from being obedient and doing God's will instead of my own, right? That's actually super, super good thing to keep before our eyes, you know,
1: and not be caught up in the actual situation mm-hmm. and, and what's going on, mm-hmm. but but to
0: remember this. And then I, I also think about um, what's written in First Peter 5.10. It says, But may the God of all grace, who called us to His eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. And to me, that's this is something I've always had before me, that I'm going to be perfected, established, strengthened, and settled. So no matter what happens in my life, this is what's going to come of it. And I'm going to get that inner peace and joy. It doesn't matter what is happening around me, that I'm going to get this inner peace and joy mm-hmm. in my heart. And that is this oil of gladness. Situations pass.
1: They they go they they blow over and yeah. you know what's left is is you yeah. you yourself
0: you know yeah. between you and God yeah, so, exactly. so you have to build up that exactly and it c- it could sound a little bit like flippant to say they blow over sometimes it takes a lot more than just blowing over when you mm, go through some hard true. times right mm-hmm. but all of it will pass and then it's what we're left with mm-hmm. that matters what we fill a spirit with is what we're gonna take up with us so yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so I thought to end on this this note, Paul says, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. 1 Timothy six eleven to pursue this thing, these things. And that will lead us to that happiness, or you can say, peace inside that we're
0: looking joy. for, that every yeah. human is looking True for. Joy. And then we can truly rejoice always, mm-hmm. as it's written. Mm-hmm.
1: So thank you for listening today. And if you would like to check out the article that Kathy mentioned, Are Christians Supposed to Always Be Happy? You can um, click on the link that we have in the description.
0: We also have a video there on the website called Is It Possible to Always Be Happy? which I would recommend watching as well. And we'll put the links for those in today's episode description.
1: So thank you for listening and good luck in the pursuit of happiness. (laughs)
0: Thanks everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.